Right, Matt James, uh, final weekend of the British Touring Car Championship for 2018. We've just seen the uh, free practice one session finish there. Ash Sutton, the reigning champ, uh, took the top of the times as far as that was concerned. But this weekend, Ash isn't going to retain his title. We're going to see a new champ crowned in 2018. And it looks like it's going to be Colin Turkington, doesn't it? I would suggest so, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, he's got a 34-point buffer coming here. He's full of weight, though, which is going to make qualifying difficult for him. Um, speaking to uh, ITV's Tim Harvey before we came here, he reckons the qualifying session this afternoon is going to be the most important half hour of Collins' year so far because Tom Ingram's got slightly less weight and probably will be faster. To uh, Collins then got to measure what he does against where Tom is on the grid. So we'll see how far up Colin can get and keep Tom within sight. It's a massive ask for Tom to turn around 34 points, but... This is the British Touring Car Championship. And if you remember back to 2013 when Andrew Jordan had a, a huge lead and then had a shunt in race, race one, um, you know, anything can happen. Um, I think it's going to stay dry tomorrow, which is nice. But you just can't count any chickens in this series. No, exactly. It's so difficult to predict. That's what makes this championship so fantastic because it's not always in the driver's hands, isn't it? Anything can happen out there on the race circuit. But Colin, with that buffer that he has and the consistency that Colin is, and I looked at some stats, uh, Matt, with regards to with Tim Harvey in the background. They're trying to be yes and trying to put me off and us off as ever. I looked at some stats. I think 2000, no. 1994 no 2004 sorry with Colin no 2004 <laughs> Colin I don't think he's been outside the top six since then he had that three year gap and yep. since then he's never been outside the top six which for me that's pretty pretty darn consistent and that's what makes him the real champion that he is it is and, and you know that, there's evidence of that in the way he's driven this year as well because Colin knows that when you can't get the big points you can't go for the wins you've just got to keep it ticking over this year he's only had one outright win but he's had 10 other podium well 10 podium finishes in total um, and that's what you need to do you need to make the lows as, as, as not low as possible if yeah. that makes any sense and, and he's superb at that you know if he's not going to win a race he'll finish fourth or he'll finish fifth or, or whatever he'll just make sure he keeps the tally ticking over and he can do that this weekend can't he and he, he? can and he's, you know the fact he's got this advantage means he can be a little bit more relaxed yeah. he doesn't have to do the cutthroat moves that, that you sometimes see um, so he can he can be circumspect but it only takes one little thing we saw at the final round here last year at the slightest brush of contact with Matt Jackson at Granville Bend and it broke his car suspension yeah. just the, the tiniest of things and that wasn't even his fault you know. anything can happen for, for Tom, in Tom Ingram as you say he's got to try and close that 34 point uh, gap deficit um, every point for Tom this weekend again let's start with, with qualifying every single point this weekend counts and you know he's after every single one of them isn't he yeah and he, he generally tends to fly around here it's a circuit that suits him very well I was talking to Gordon Shedden as well coming into this weekend and we know he's a three-time champion he's mm. been in every situation been the hunter the hunted all sorts a lot, isn't he? and he said that um, he, the, the position for Tom is actually better than being just a handful of points behind Colin because if he was just marginally behind you'd have to think tactically watch what you're doing this that, and the other all Tom can do now is go for it he's got no other plan than just to go absolutely flat out which he said should probably make Tom a bit more relaxed than if he was kind of looking over his shoulder and seeing ghosts where there weren't any. So the fact he's got, he's got to go for it probably will be in his favour. And I think we're going to see some truly great performances from him. Yeah, I'm sure that we will. And I think, you know, whatever happens to Tom, and speaking to him yesterday, I think him and the team, and if we look at them as an independent team, uh, Speedworks Motorsport, what an incredible achievement that they 
have come up with once again this year. We know that Tom is a fantastic driver and it's great if we can keep him in this championship for many years to come. But, you know, what a team effort as far as Speedworks are concerned. Yeah, it's a, it's a one-car team. It's, a, it's effectively a family-run team. And, yeah. and also this year, they've um, Tom's got a new engineer, Spencer Aldrich, who was a who joined the team as a teenager and he's worked his way up through the ranks and he's engineering Tom. So, so you know, they're, they're, they're sort of promoting from within. Um, they've learned, they've learned, they've been on this journey together. It's a one-car team, so Tom doesn't have any data, any teammates to compare to, so he's having to do all the work himself. And I think that makes it just even more impressive. He's a, a great, great driver. And I suppose we have to mention Tom, I had Tom Chilton, had a chat with him as well. He isn't going to win it, and I, I'm sure he won't mind me saying that. But, but he, you know, he, he reckoned he was this morning, and I'm like, you're mad. <laughs> he was saying to me that if he gets a podium this weekend, it will be his 50th podium in the British Touring Car Championship, okay. which would nice. be lovely for Tom if he gets that. But it's been a good, it's a slowish start, but it's been a good year for Tom at Motorbase, isn't it? It has, and it's pretty much like Colin, actually, at the start of the season... Tom was always in the top six or top seven, you know, and he sort of flew under the radar a bit because he wasn't right at the front. But again, a man with his touring car experience, he knows that when you can't be at the front, you've got to collect the points. That's what he did. And then when the cars got better, he's, he's you know, he's taken a race win at, at, and stuff like that. So, you know, he merits his position in the championship and, and he's gunning for at least seconds. It's going to be a going to be a stretch, but yeah, there'll be no more enthusiastic a driver if he no, does do it. He's going to love it here, isn't he? Uh, going for, for for that 50th podium, and just quickly back to Colin again. If he does pick up that third crown this year, again, you know, he's up there with the greats. You've covered this, and we'll talk about book that you're doing at the moment about <laughs> the 60 years of the British Touring Car Championship. Colin is going to be one of those names that really is up there amongst the top five whatever drivers that have ever performed I think in this championship yeah I totally agree and you know you just came out with a stat that since 2004 apart from the fact when he's been away he's always been in the top at six. the top of the championship now we did a survey in Autosport and Motorsport News at the beginning of this year to work out the 25 greatest touring car drivers of all time unfortunately Tim Harvey was 26 so he didn't quite make it onto the list <laughs> but Colin was I think 12th, 11th or 12th or something or 10th even um, and he sent me a text afterwards saying he was quite honoured to be included in the list and well, couldn't believe how go. high up he was yeah. Uh, just shows how, how humble he is, because really, like you say, he should be higher than that even. And a third title will will push him further up the rankings. He deserves it. He's a yeah, top driver and so much to look forward to this weekend. And then just touching on that book, we know how much you have been involved in this championship for many, many years. So you're doing a book what, covering pretty much the 60 years then, Yeah, Matt. it's the history of the uh, British Saloon Car or Touring Car Championship. So started in 1958 here at Brands Hatch in April. Um, and we've written a chapter on every year. And we've done some extensive research in the archives for photographs. A lot of uh, photographs that have never been printed before. Um, there's 10 pictures, at least 10 pictures for every year, and it comes right up to the modern day. So I've got to write the final chapter on Tuesday after we know who's won this one, uh, and then it will be out on the 7th of November. Fantastic. And you started it in May, you told me, this year. Yes, yeah, May start, last year. No, I started year. it in That's May incredible. this year. It was. Um, it was a bit of a push, but uh, yeah, no, it'll be great when it's done. Excellent stuff. And availability, where can people get the book when it is published? They can go to evropublishing.com, evro, which is E-V-R-O, publishing.com. And I think if they go there quickly, they'll be able to get a discount on it as well. So. There you go as well. It's going to be a great Christmas present, I think, for many people that love this championship, as do you. It's a good weekend to look forward to, Matt, isn't it? It's great. I'm, I'm buzzing with excitement. Buzzing just, as we stand yeah, after free practice. I, I, I one. can't There's wait. To look forward to. We can't wait. Top man, Matt, thanks for the chat again. Thanks, Mike.